Say, it's not normal. It's paranormal. almost just like the double creature feature we did a couple of episodes ago but something that truly hits home to donnie's heart but i'm big t like always here with dante what's up dante yo yo what's up i'm super excited about this because i i feel like we have a special connection to this when we do creature features on saturday nights like it's perfect yeah you know sometimes nothing hits home just some like creepy ass creatures that you nobody believes in some people do you never know they could be watching this right now uh, oh they're definitely peering through my window i got a little window that goes into the man cave and i mean i see i don't want to spoil it but there's something croaking at me through the window <laughs> well you know i'm in the dark pits of the lair here where things from cryptid paranormal to the fantasy lands roam free you know all about that here uh, but before we get started here, I think me and Dante would like to make a special announcement and a special thank you to everybody who took place in our pre-order for our new fancy top of the line, the greatest shirt of all time, <laughs> uh, which we have gotten things finalized. So I'll let Dante take away some of the other information regarding to the t-shirts. Yeah, they're, uh. I'm super excited about them. They're turned out great. Uh, again, shout out to good old George Durbin, who uh, made the design. Great guy. He's in a great band called the Jasons and 50 other bands, so check them out. But, uh, yeah, he made the design. And it's been – I've been all week with this company getting things lined up. They – our original shirt had a little too many collars, so they had to make them work. And then, you know, giving you people the chance to order them. And, you know, I've been going door to door, breaking legs to get some money. And, you know, it, it's going pretty good. And they're ordered. They're uh, they're working on the shirts right now. I'm not exactly sure. Um, it's usually like they told me like seven to ten business days. It could be less. It could be more. Just depends on how busy they are. So, depending on that, but they are ordered, and as soon as they come in, we'll let you know. We'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna model them. I'm gonna put on just like a little bit of skimpy underwear and just a shirt on, and it'll probably be a photo shoot with the shirt, so you guys can see them. And, yeah, and don't, and don't worry, uh, everybody. Locally, uh, we promise that we will be handling all of the labor on our. <laughs> on our own to deliver the shirts locally and those people who have ordered them that do not live in proximity of the lair or dante's abode uh we will be taking care of the shipping uh so we'll get that information from you as soon as the shirts arrive uh special shout out to uh the company that's been working with us i don't dante knows the name but they have worked with us you know two four west virginia boys straight out of west by god virginia uh, trying to get some shirts for their podcast. Uh, seems like everything's went pretty smoothly. Dante, I know you've handled most of it, but I haven't heard any headaches or anything really with it. So no, they work. They are actually a local business out of Pittsburgh, and uh, they're called Commonwealth Press, and they they were great to work with, really great. And like I said, they kind of had to re recollar some things so they could do it, but it looks great. 
everything looks good and they were really easy to work with it was just i was you know we're trying to do it during business hours i'm working they're working so i would shoot them an email when they got the chance they would shoot me an email we we spent all week <laughs> getting it figured out and uh so friday finally we they we got it all worked out and it, they look amazing I'm, I'm super excited for them and i'm glad to be working with them so hopefully you know in the near future if maybe we get you know if more customers not i don't want to say customers but more listeners and people want shirts we might do another run but if not these this might be like a limited edition rare run of shirts so yeah, i mean we definitely me and you have discussed behind the scenes of the possible other merchandising and we, you know we'll work more on that as the time goes by but just wanted to give a shout out to the legends that went ahead and bought these shirts because they're fine quality merchandise now now i was thinking about it i saw i was inspired by a comedian and uh, I think we could do our own run of marijuana and butt plugs. <laughs> Got to keep it spicy for the paranormal fans, huh? I mean, if we we could probably sell a boatload of those. <laughs> you don't even have. To, I mean, you ain't have to use it. You could just hang it in a mirror. Be like, be like an air freshener, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well again thank you to everybody and we'll get started with our topic here and dante i have a question for you have you ever heard of west virginia white things i actually have never heard of this until you brought it up to me well i will give a little bit of information for those listening that might not know uh few different things basically this kind of list uh basically the same entity but they're also just known by a few different names uh, has been known in West Virginia as a West Virginia white thing. Uh, basically, in a lot of lore and everything like that, it's basically a white devil dog. Uh, devil dogs known in many different countries and locally through the states, and people believe that they're hounds from hell. And uh, Native American lore has them as like death omens. Uh, but people would believe to see this creature in the state of West Virginia. Uh, can run on all four legs, uh, two legs. Uh, one interesting fact of the story I read, uh, when a person had ran into this and took off in their car, it actually kept up with their car at 65 miles per hour. And actually, I want to—I I do want to circle back to one of the things that you were talking about is where it was in Cherokee lore. I was reading that so they would just show up in the road okay and like you said like how it followed the car it would just follow people home and sit at a distance and just watch them okay and it always seemed that whoever like i said this is a cherokee lore so whoever it watched someone that person or someone close to them was about to die. And they would die like within a few days or two weeks, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, within two weeks. Uh, it's even said sometimes some of the people that seen them that actually were the ones that perished would, uh, you know, say, talk about the sightings that they've seen of this white, weird creature, uh, but nobody else could see it. Yeah, and I thought that was creepy. Like, you're out there and be like, hey guys, who's uh this white dog is uh just chilling out here? Do you guys whose dog is it? And everyone else would be like, no, no, we don't see nothing. What what are you smoking? <laughs> Something else I thought was interesting, and this touches back to a few things we talked about before. Uh a famous sighting happened in, let me see, I think I have a year here, actually. Uh 1973, and that infamous PNT area in Point Pleasant, uh, which led to uh, many sightings taking place kind of close to the similar amount of time as the Mothman sightings as well. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll touch base more on the whole TNT area when we do our special episode uh, in the future. 
Mothman, just there's too much, too much information. <laughs> such a big topic for this state. Uh, but I thought that was interesting because we've had a couple of stories that have also uh, been surrounded in the lore that is the TNT area. And uh, in 1994, in the same area, the TNT area, there was a. Uh, well, he was he was a boy when it happened. When he told, when he saw this happen, he was riding in a car, and he described this like mostly white, no wings, shaggy hair. He couldn't see a face, but the head was like three feet wide. And it was supposedly the same creature from the 1973. And it just floated right alongside the car. It didn't do like nothing else. It didn't attack the car. It didn't, you know, give you, they didn't try to talk to anybody. It just floated with the car and then just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I don't know if you read this or not, but I thought it was interesting as well. There would be some people who would hear uh, loud screams like a uh, woman being murdered, just gut-wrenching screams, and they would see the said creature, and you know they would take off running, and they would feel completely like they were attacked, like they would feel teeth and uh, their flesh and stuff being ripped at, and then magically nothing happened. Yeah, and that was, that kind of freaked me out because. Um, they would say that the creatures sounded like they were brutally murdering you and there just was nothing on you, but they would find that animals in the area that they would be ripped up, like their throats tore out and mutilated bodies and, but there would be no trace of blood around the area. So the fact that they were tearing up, like say livestock and not I don't know. It's just weird to me that if they attacked you, you didn't take no damage, but they could tear up animals around the area. Yeah, uh, maybe it was just a mind game to try to get you to like leave. You know what I mean? That area, like you know what I mean? Like they want you to leave them alone. They'll leave you alone. Maybe kind of thing, like a fear tactic. Uh, right. But one thing I do have to say about the animal mutilations and the uh, like animal bloodletting, basically just kind of taking all their blood. Uh, one word, man. Maybe it's not the uh, devil dog or the white things, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's El Chupacabre. Could be. Yeah, could be. Which, that's another topic we need to touch one day. I, I love old El Chupo. Oh, I am sure that <laughs> we will get uh, into that at one point in time. Any uh, creep? Another? Good. Any creature with L in front of it, I'm down for. And uh, what did I want to tell you? There is something I want to tell you. Oh, and then did you read about where sometimes people thought they would run on two legs and then some people thought they had like multiple legs, like tons of legs coming out and run after you? Yeah, something I read is uh, some reports is that it can run on four legs or uh, be bipedal and run on two legs. But some people have also said that sometimes it moves so fast it looks like it has more legs than it should. Yeah. So that could just be a trick of the eye with how fast it travels. The 65 miles an hour is fast. <laughs> so so what you're saying, it looks like the Roadrunner coming after you? <laughs> like it got the fucking Looney Tunes legs <laughs> moving? It might, man. Uh, Another interesting thing in some of the stories, too, is I've seen some stories. Uh, I read one about a guy who was out hunting and was, like, super early in the morning. And this creature is also known, being known for having, like, bright red eyes. Sometimes that's all you can see, especially, like, if it's a foggy morning or, like, in the wintertime where it kind of blends in. And uh, there's been reports of hunters seeing it, like, super early in the morning. When that's all they would see in the distance would be just, like, glowing red eyes glaring at them. See, that's, and that's the thing. There's so much, like, there's so many wild animals out there that even if one of these things came at you, you probably would not realize it was even a white thing coming at you. Yeah. 
another report that I read too said if they could explain what they would seem, and this is coming from like, it doesn't give the specific, actually it does, and it says uh, uh, Pocahontas County in West Virginia, that basically the way that he could describe what he's seen, which makes no sense in the state, was it basically looked like a uh, very thin, uh, like malnutritioned polar bear, but still like rather large, like seen reports of it saying like its head's us like three feet wide. And, you know, it stands pretty tall when it's on hind legs and stuff like that. But you can think of like a, you know, how polar bears normally pretty uh, husky. Yeah. Uh, you think of something like that, but just a little bit like thinner, furry, white fur. Uh, like I said, it lives up to its name as being, you know, the white devil, uh, white things, white devil dog, because it has a lot of the same uh, lures and stuff as just the regular devil dogs, but normally they're always black with red eyes, you know. You see them popular stories and cryptid stories and famous areas and stuff like that. Now, I got a question for you. Serious question. Okay. I'm a firm believer that most doggos or anything with fur probably once petted, even though it's snarling at you. I, uh, would you pet, would you pet one? You know, <laughs> I would like to say that I'd be all Billy Badass, like, yeah, we're going to pet that thing. But I don't know. But it would be interesting <laughs> if you could just... Well get close enough to get proof i guess if you're gonna go out at least make something of it i guess <laughs> well i mean technically they don't hurt you i mean well unless they mark you for death i mean yeah then you probably die a couple days later but if you already seen it you might get marked for death anyways so you might as well get it but the uh visions of like you getting tore up and stuff like that could just be a uh scare tactic but it might actually be able to rip you apart <laughs> I, maybe i'm a masochist and i want i want pets and ripped apart you know it's very interesting though and i always found this fascinating because my family is very irish and scottish on both sides of the family yeah and you have uh i've always heard and you know, most people in this world know that there's the uh lore of the banshee you know what i mean people would see it or if they heard the banshee scream they were marked for death yeah, stuff like that is always very interesting that there's like death omens. One thing about the Mothman thing too that makes it so interesting is because it's always like it appears when something really bad is going to happen as a warning. Uh, yeah. So stuff like that's really fascinating because you know that's a big lore in my family's bloodline. I uh, yeah, because I know a lot of people either think that. Mothman was good for trying to warn people, or he was evil for he's the one that caused the bridge to collapse. So I guess if you look at could the could the devil dog technically be a Grim Reaper? You know what? All things considered, it's very possible. But I have seen no reports of any actual human fatalities by uh force of this creature you know what i mean like not like an animal attack or something like that uh it's always just like livestock or woodland critters uh but you know who i think the real bad guy is who and i'm gonna disappear for this probably the men in black man pop up like every episode but they're all <laughs> behind all the shenanigans like are they trying to I tell you what, I'll protect some uh, devil dogs from the men in black. Yeah, and there'll be some black-eyed children in your house, and yeah, I, I, you're gonna need a, you're gonna need a pair of fancy uh, that's not normal with paranormal underwear because you're gonna have to change the ones you're wearing. <laughs> I'm gonna get those made next. I'm gonna get whitey tidies with our logo right on the back of them. Yeah, shout out to Rolo because you know he's gonna be the one that models them. <laughs> with our shirt and whitey tighties we're ready we're all good to go yeah I, before this topic like I said I never 
I never really heard the way things. It just it's new to me. I mean, I figured I might have heard something about. I mean, I've heard of devil dogs, but I didn't realize it was considered like a white thing. Yeah, it's just it's considered like I don't know. Maybe it's just a albino devil dog. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that uh, <laughs> sightings have been different uh, from what's been seen in West Virginia and probably other areas too. But mostly, you know, I looked into the West Virginia stuff just because that's local to us. Uh, people have seen it as being white instead of the typical black with red eyes. It's white with red eyes instead. Uh, one thing I did think was interesting too to touch base on this here before we move on to your favorite topic that you've oh, just been waiting dying for. I'm, I'm giddy uh, about it. <laughs> there's a small section of people that think that it's very possible that it's a prehistoric cat. Like you hear like big cats, like saber fish and stuff like that, because it goes back to things kind of like the Loch Ness Monster stuff where some people believe maybe it's just a dinosaur that we thought was extinct that actually isn't extinct. Uh, but... Well, I did read something about some of the descriptions of it was they said, of course, the most popular one is it had canine features. But then I saw some that said it had like feline features and there were some humanoid ones. And but the only description it said that was consistent with everything was long, shaggy white hair and large fangs. Yeah, I even seen one that said that it looked like a mixture of a giant wolf and a giant badger put together. That yeah, was... I did see that one. I, was, I meant to bring that up, and I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I, I mean, a badger one scares the shit out of me. Badgers are tough, freaky little creatures, man. They don't take no shit. Now, if there's a, now if a goose, oh man, I'm staying away. You're gonna have to calm down, man, because you know some. We know certain somebody that'll get way too excited to start talking about geese here. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Old goose himself. <laughs> They're dicks. <laughs> well, before we get to our uh, other special topic, because I gotta drag this out as much as possible, because I know Donnie's over there foaming at the mouth secretly. You can't hear it on the new fancy mic that he's got, but I know he's foaming at the mouth as talk about this next story because it's right up Donnie's ridiculously alley. Uh, again, we uh, just want to say thank you again real quick to everybody, the legends that went ahead and pre-ordered our shirts. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was blown away with the number of people that actually wanted our merchandise coming from two poor West Virginia boys just talking about ghosts and spooky shit on the internet. Yeah, and I also, we got, like, we got an overwhelming positive response for shirts, but we broke a record, okay, well, a personal record for us, but we have reached over 210 downloads, so thank you. Yeah, shout out to you badasses that are, you know, spending your time listening to us run our mouths and make jokes and have fun. Uh, talk about some and, interesting shit. And we have a follower from the UK. So, hey, thanks. I even know you probably don't get half our references, but thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thank you, uh, UK person. I don't know, man, woman. I don't know. They got some. They, they got some weird name that when they followed us, and it was like X Y Z UK something something. And, uh, but like they had, not that I stalk you guys, but it shows where our listeners are from. Like, it'll be like what state or country and this and that. And we had like two listeners from the UK. So. Hey man, we'll take all the followers. Uh, you know, stuff that has to do with the paranormal. It's not just local to the United States or just our little neck of the woods. You know, it's everywhere. Uh, we wouldn't mind hearing some stories too. And just like every episode, if you have some stories, you have some uh, constructive criticism, uh, questions about shirts, or when we do upcoming merchandise, uh, send us your own ghost stories or cryptid stories, UFO stories, whatnot. Uh, you can always email us at nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I personally try to check the email. 
<laughs> daily the best I can. But again, we talked about before, me and Donnie, we both work full-time jobs and have family life and stuff like that. So we try to do the best that we can uh, and try to, I don't know what you should say take serious, but we do take, you know, we, we take pride in what we're doing here, even though it, some people might be crazy or whatever, but you know, we're having fun with it. We really enjoy it. We've got nothing but positive feedback and uh, it blows me away. Every time I look like it will pop up, we got new followers or this or that, you know, and you can, you look up all the numbers and stuff like that because you're the one that actually does the technical uploading and you share all that information. And it's just crazy to me because I figured we'd have like three listeners. <laughs> and I actually got told today that one of the guys I play ball with, Dallas, uh, he, uh, today he was like listening through the episodes and it was, it was pretty cool. Cause like, I don't know, like I always just imagine probably five people would listen to us. So the fact that people are actually liking what we do and connecting with us, like what's starting out as a hobby and just other people enjoying, I'm enjoying learning about stuff that I didn't really, you know, some of it I knew, some of it I don't, but learning more about it, sharing the information with you guys, bullshitting with you, and it's it's been fun. It's been really fun. Me too, man. Uh, and speaking of, like, learning stuff, uh, I had mentioned to you before, uh, there's a lady that comes, like, once a week I talk to uh, at my full-time job. And she actually Bigfoot hunts, and she's actually agreed to come on the show at some point in time. So we'll have to try to set that up. Uh, if everybody thinks that'd be a cool idea to actually have somebody come in here and talk and tell some stories and stuff and what they look for and stuff when they're out, you know, Sasquatch hunting and stuff like that. But uh, she's been telling me about events and stuff. And I don't know about you, but I think it'd be cool for us and cool for our listeners. Maybe we'll, uh, go you know, check out some of these events and stuff. There's like some cryptid events and some Bigfoot events. Uh, and just branch out, find some more information. We can talk about some of the things that we've seen and people that we talked to and any stories and stuff that we heard. And, and there's a there's the event coming to uh, Morgantown. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's at like the art gallery or something, I think. Yeah, give me one second. I have it saved here. And yeah. and if you guys have any questions for the lady that hunts Bigfoot, when we interview her, if you got questions and they're good ones and they're not just like, hey, can you pet Bigfoot? Which, that's my question. Don't steal my question. Uh, just go ahead and send them in and, you know, we'll ask her the questions. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to interview someone. I think that the fact that like she has done all this before and is willing to share her information with us is pretty cool. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing though because uh, topics and stuff like this, man, just can lead to friendships and learn a bunch of new things. I mean, it all happened because uh, she had a Bigfoot sticker on her car and I told her I was like this sticker on her car when I was uh outside taking care of some stuff for work and uh ever since then man she's just been talking to me and uh, i did pull up the name of that event for anybody that's interested you might actually see me and old dante there it's uh called the cryptid bash 2 it's going to be on saturday august 6 2022 and it is uh morgantown art party it's going to be at 218 walnut street in morgantown west virginia and if you go to it Wear our shirts. We like free publicity. Oh, no doubt. I figure hopefully <laughs> we'll pass out some business cards and we'll be all fancy by then. Our, well, well, our business cards will be our OnlyFans website, but trust me, it's worth it. It'll be a free 10% off each month. Uh, it'll be just Rolo in his whitey tidies re-narrating ghost stories. He doesn't know it yet, but he's already involved. We've already filmed like three episodes of that. So, <laughs> oh, and uh, I do want to give one little shout out. To, uh, I didn't really know he listened to the shirt and he ended up or listening to the show and ended up buying a shirt. But uh, that was my brother who's been giving us a lot of feedback and 
uh, actually looked up some information and stuff like that and sent to us as well. Uh, because me and him had shared a uh, cryptid experience that I don't remember if I told on the podcast or not, but I mean, we could bring that up at a different time. Uh, I can't remember. My memory is just like a goldfish. Uh, but yeah, just want to thank him for reaching out and uh, listening to our episodes. I, think, I don't think he's completely caught up yet, but he was telling me about it and he come and bought one of our shirts and we'll be getting that to him as soon as possible. All right. I know you're just dragging this on at this point. <laughs> Let, I'm ready. Okay. This is all you, man. I'll give, I'll chime in with what I think and stuff like that, but you, you take it away. This is your, this is your penny ride. All right. Now, you know, I like to build atmosphere. So just imagine it's 1955. Okay. You're cruising down the road. I mean, it's a lonely stretch of road. It's 3.30 a.m. You're probably listening to some Buddy Holly or Frankie Valley or, I mean, I I really don't know too many 50s, like, band names. I like 50s music, but I don't know a whole lot of it. So, you're on the outskirts of a small town in Ohio named Loveland. So, you know you're looking for some love in the wrong places. And... You're driving down the road, and all of a sudden, there is three. You can just see three figures in the road. So you pull your car to the side of the road to observe them. And it's probably been about three minutes or so. And all of a sudden, you notice they stand up about, uh, say, three to four feet. It's kind of dark. You can't tell. With leathery skin and webbed hands and feet. And oh, my God. It's a fucking frogman. That's right, the Loveland Frogman. I'm I'm super I'm super excited that there's four feet frogman. Okay, so this man he drove down the road, and these three frogs were just in the middle of the road, and all of a sudden they stand up on their two legs, and it gets weirder. Okay, <laughs> Troy, I. I did you read much into the story or no? Like, I read some stuff, and I have to admit, first thing that popped in my head, I can't remember the name of the book, but you probably remember from elementary school. Yeah, the one where they ride the has, bike. There, there's that one, but all I can picture is that frog wearing the long pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think they had some slacks on, okay? That would make it better. Now, this... Walking out some bell bottoms. It's, it was the 50s, so it's leather jackets and tight pants. So, this is the part that, that I just... <laughs> so, when the creatures are... When the guy's about to drive off after he pulled over, the creatures held up what could only be described as a wand above their heads and sparks spew, spewed out at the end of it. And he fucking left. Are these Harry Potter frogs? Is is that Ron, Hermione, and uh, Harry? You know, it might be. <laughs> it's funny because when I was looking into it, I did also see another story where somebody was, uh, I think they were going fishing or something like that. Uh, and they came up and like seen this weird creature like bent over, uh, like on the edge of the water. And it like stood up and turned direction towards him and did the exact same thing that you're talking about, where supposedly we pulled out a wand and there was like spark shooting out and the guy took off. There's one story. I'm I'm saving it for the end of this. And uh, so a cup about <laughs> oh hey, before I forget about it, there is if you want to know more about the Frogland or Loveland Frogman, okay. There is a musical about it called Hot Diggity Dog. It's the Loveland Frog. <laughs> Not even fucking kidding you. That is real. And this was the, <laughs> this was legit the description of the musical. Imagine Kermit got a taste for bath salts and simply decided to go all deliverance. That is the actual description of the musical. <laughs> So, okay, let's continue the legend that is the Frogman. 
so in March, not March 3rd, 1972, okay, 17 years after the first report, a police officer, <laughs> he did not want to give his name out, but he ends up changing his story later on, so we'll get to that, uh, was just traveling along Loveland, and he was driving slow, and he thought he saw a dog, okay, the dog darted in front of him, forcing the cop to slam his brakes. Once it came to a halt, okay, the headlights <laughs> shined on a crouched, frog-like creature who stood on two legs and just stared at the policeman and then just ran over to guardrail and left. Yeah, I've seen that story as well. Did you see the second part of it, though? I didn't so, see the second part. I didn't see that at initial story. So, the second part of it, two weeks later, a police officer, he, now this is the guy that retracts his story. So, he's driving down the road, and he thought there was an injured animal. So, he climbs out with the attention of, like, moving the body off the road, or get help for it, or, you know, something. And, all of a sudden, the creature lurched at him, and the guy unholstered his gun and shot it down, okay? Well, it, it hobbled over the side of the road, and when he saw it, it was the frogman. So he supposedly kills the frogman. And the only thing that one of the details was it didn't have a tail, okay? Well, late years later, he comes, and he comes out and he's like, well, I, they, they exaggerated it. I really killed an iguana. Now, I do not believe him. I think the men in black got to him and made him change his story. Very possible. I, I have a question for you. Have you uh, looked up the Google images for the Loveland Frogman? Oh, yeah. It's fun. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys get a chance, Google the Frogman's images. Like, it is great. <laughs> what you gonna do when the Loveland Frogman comes hopping for you? I would, I would like to think that, like, Next, he's just like out there because he's kind. They kind of compared him to like Jeepers Creepers. Like every so many years, he just randomly shows up in Loveland. So I'd like to think he shows up. He's gonna show up to that cop that said he was an iguana, and it's like, I've been waiting for you. I literally and, just seen a Pokemon card that somebody made on the Loveland now, now this one, this the last story I have for the Loveland Frogman. I love it. It's not <laughs> so. This one's new, 2016. Uh, it's described as a night of fun turned into a chilling tale of hell. <laughs> when two teenagers playing Pokemon Go, which I I like that you brought up the cards, played it was playing Pokemon Go between Loveland, I don't know this road, and some lake. Well, they claimed to see a giant frog near the lake that stood up and walked on its hind legs. So, of course, it scared the shit out of them, right? So, you're like, oh, yes, the legend of the Lo Loveland Frogman is going to keep living on. Turns out it was just some high school student that made a frog suit doing some kind of movie. <laughs> Which kind of made me sad, but I, I just think it'd be hilarious that like you have all these people like seriously just driving down the road and then these two kids playing Pokemon Go comes out and there's a fucking frog man coming at them. Yeah. But I was super excited about that cryptid. I'd never heard of the Loveland Frog Man. So as soon as I found out about it, I was like, Troy, we gotta do it. Dude, it's, it's just the funniest thing, man. Like, out of all the cryptids, and I really love the funny ones, though. Just because. Like, I don't, it can be all serious. Like, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And, and you have to see the fancy image that I found that I just sent to you uh, on your personal Facebook. Because it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Especially since I've been watching a lot of, uh, like, paranormal shows. So it's just what I do. It's just like they basically took like one of those like night vision cameras, <laughs> a picture of a frog coming around the corner. 
<laughs> I I don't know if the Frogman can take over Veggie Man yet. Veggie Man's still my number one, but the Frogman's pretty cool. I'm, I do like the Frogman. Yeah, for everybody out there, man, if you're having a bad day or something, just go on Google Images and type in Loveland Frogman. <laughs> There's some <laughs> comic gold on here. <laughs> I I wonder if they uh, I'll have to look further into it I, you would think there would be Frogman elsewhere other than Loveland there's gotta be I'm sure there is I, I'd almost guarantee it's uh, around the world there's bound to be something because I mean people see weird stuff all the time uh and there's probably some kind of folklores or something in other countries too that probably have to do with uh, frogs or like reptilians and stuff like that. Like I've heard of stories which we might touch upon at some point in time. Like I think it's up like towards like the New Jersey area or something, isn't it? Like a famous like lizard man story. Yeah, like, I like, believe so. Uh, yeah, we, we we might just have to have you know Loveland Frogman Part Two. At the end of one of these episodes, I tell you, uh, I, some more information regarding to any other countries on sightings of Frogman. What we should do is for that uh, cryptid uh, art bash thing, I, I'll dress as Veggie Man, you dress as Frogman, and we'll go. Or we dress as ourselves with our shirts to advertise our shirts, and we get. Uh, Mr. Goose himself, because he's small, we'll get him a frog outfit. And we'll act like we captured the Loveland Frogman. He can hop around and, like, hand people business cards. <laughs> Better watch. They might shoot him. <laughs> it, might, it might look real. In this state, it's very possible. <laughs> One more thing I wanted to touch base on here. Uh, well, do you have anything else? I do got uh, something else. Um, All right. So... We like I like Troy said earlier. We always talk about you guys should send us stuff in, and one of my buddies Zach, who listens to the show regularly, so what up Zach? Um, he uh, he watches the skies a lot. He got a telescope, and he just he's into space stuff. Well, he sent me a video that it it looked like a UFO the other day, and I plan on sharing it. Um, we didn't know what it was at the time. It was like in a single, uh, here's his description about it. He was watching it for a few seconds, and so he started to record. It was a long line of lights, single file, like a ride at a carnival, and it just was super quiet. You couldn't hear nothing, and then boom, the lights were gone. And the video is really cool to watch, and we're gonna sh I'm going to post it on the Facebook page later so you guys can see it yourself. Well, come the next day, uh, one of the people said that, told him that it looked like it was a comet. A comet came through the area. So he didn't catch a UFO, but he caught a comet. And that's still really freaking cool. So, Oh, yeah, that definitely is. Uh, you never know what you can see when you, you're just looking up at the sky and stuff at night. I, I'm like you. I would like to see something weird. Me and you both have never had a UFO experience. I know. After I was coming home from basketball when he sent that to me, and I like driving home, I'm like, "Hey, where's that? Where's that? Where's that?" And I kept looking up in the sky, <laughs> and I do like watching up in the sky because you do see some cool lights and stuff, or random like just watching the stars. It, it's relaxing. It's really li relaxing unless you're about to get croaked. Yeah, it is. Uh, getting croaked because the frogman was <laughs> Uh, what if the what if the frogman's just an alien? Rip it. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe uh, maybe he's a secret pawn for the Men in Black. He's probably he, maybe he's a low level reptilian. Because the re other reptilians could change into people, so he'd have to be low level unless he killed the police officer, took his place. And said it was an iguana. There it is. Shit, there's a knock at the door. Fucking men they're, in black. They're coming to get you, man. <laughs> Found out their secret. <laughs> Just like that, Dante was never heard from again. 
<laughs> he found out the secret about the Loveland Frogman. <laughs> no one gave a fuck. <laughs> oh, man. But what I wanted to touch base on real quick is does everybody know what next episode is? Well, by gums, it is our first, our little special 10th episode. Uh, it's going to be an extended episode. Uh, we're going to discuss it. It might possibly be in person. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about one of the most notorious haunted places in the state of West Virginia. Uh, one of the places of uh, immense... Uh, murders and crime uh, in a very creepy building and a building that we both have personally been to on school trips. And that is, we're talking about the West Virginia Moundsville State Penitentiary. Dun, dun. Bum, 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 bum. Ribbit. Uh, so if you uh, be on the lookout for that episode, it's going to be a very special episode and Make sure you have your popcorn and drinks ready. It's going to be a little bit of a longer episode because there's a lot to cover when it comes to that. Uh, I know some people that have had some personal paranormal experiences there. Uh, so I do have some stories to tell regarding to that. And pretty sure me and you will share our thoughts on when we got to go and visit it, even though it wasn't like a paranormal tour. We wasn't in like any kind of like investigation thing or whatnot. Uh, but... A lot of bad things there, a lot of notorious uh, paranormal activity, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. I don't know about you. I, uh, here, uh, personal experiences, I remember listening to my CD player, which had Avenged Sevenfold in it, riding all the way down, listening to two people we know, bitch, because they were dating at the time, just bitch at each other the whole time, and M Shadows couldn't drown it out. It was a long, it was a long bus ride, but yeah, no, I'm super excited about it. I love Moundsville. I would like to go again. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's not super far from us, but just finding the time to go really. And uh, there's so much history. Like we're going to, we'll probably touch the history part. Cause you got to touch the history part to understand the ghost part, to understand why it's so haunted. Yeah, and that's why I think, too, uh, obviously it's going to be a longer episode. Uh, it might be the first episode we do face-to-face, uh, -face. not that we don't see each other like once a week or <laughs> once every other week anyways or more, but uh, that way we can get our shit together. <laughs> so, and that video will be on OnlyFans, so, you know. Ribbit. Each each time we mention Frogman, just a piece of clothing is gonna fly off. Did it make you squeal like a pig and make you croak like a frogman? There is hey, I tell you what, there is a guy. I'm not trying to promote it because it's kind of stupid after a while. Like it's a it's a gimmick, and uh, he's on Twitch, and he dresses like a Geico, and. Or gecko, a gecko. Yeah, I don't know. And, insurance. Yeah, he sells cars insurance. No, uh, he dresses up as a gecko and uh, just just sits there and takes calls on Twitch. And he's he like, it is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But it's Walker something you can't kid. look away. <laughs> I mean, he paints his face green. He just wears the whole outfit and sits in a chair and it's like, so what's your problem tonight? Like, <laughs> it is so ridiculous. My problem is you're sitting here dressed up like the goddamn Logan Frogman. That's my problem. <laughs> the Frogman wants his gimmick back. <laughs> hey, man, somebody should book it. No holds barred match. The Goobly Gooker versus a Gecko. <laughs> I mean, I would, I'd see... I'd, could you imagine Jim Cornette's head exploding, a frogman wrestling? Oh, YouTube gold. <laughs> it's really Vince Russo in a frog outfit. Yeah. One more little thing here before we wrap this up. I want to know everybody's thoughts on if me and Dante should 
go out in the field and do our own paranormal investigations and talk about them. Obviously, it would have to be somewhere where we could go without getting, you know, arrested or charged for being on private property, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I think it would be something fun and interesting to do. You could find some places that aren't three hours away. <laughs> well, and then if, if we did that, we could do, you could do like a, instead of being like the audio part, we could do like a small like YouTube special, like. Oh, throw, no doubt. Yeah, we could definitely record it or something. I, uh, and I don't know if anybody really listens to us on YouTube, but I've been slowly throwing stuff on YouTube. But Slack. most of our, <laughs> not telling YouTube's a pain in the ass, but, uh, so I've been slowly throwing episodes on YouTube, but most, most listeners listen to us through Podbean or Spotify or, hey, we had four listeners on iHeartRadio, so. Hmm. Getting there. At least we have some, finally. It only took us, what, like six weeks? <laughs> Probably long, yeah, since we started, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're ever out fishing, out on a nice lake trying to reel in that big fish, and you hear some frogs just chirping, you know, there's a possibility that what might come might not be what you think it is. It's possible that that's not normal. It's paranormal. I'm seeing shit that's burned my brain. Won't go away, and I'm pretty sure it's stain. Cause it stays. And it's strange Only feel good in the fall 